welcome back to Music is the Drug, the Cowboy Junkies podcast. I'm Dave Bowler and I wrote the biography of Cowboy Junkies, Music is the Drug. In the company of Michael Timmins and Alan Anton, today we're going to take a close look at the writing and making of Follower 2, with the help of a few rarely heard moments from the recording session. Recorded back in 2006, Follower 2 is a song where Mike tries to make sense of the generational conveyor belt, where we move from being a son to being a father, to then being a carer for the father. Yeah, I mean, this song is from uh, the Paz Taken record, which was really a, you know, that album, which we we did the, the podcast on the entire record. Uh, it, it's really about, is about father's, father's son to, to son, really, you know, the generational relationships, right? And, um, and really, in many ways, about male generate, you know, males relating from from you know son to father to son, that that type that type of those types of steps. You know, you you're, you're a son, and then you relate to your father, and then you become a father, and then you relate to your son, and it's 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 this, this strange uh, this strange circle, I guess, or this maybe it's not even a circle, maybe it's just this con- uh, ongoing path. I'm not really sure. Um, and this song is, to me, probably the centerpiece of the record lyrically. Um, and it you know involves my my or our, our relationship to our, to our father. It starts there, and then it goes into a, my relationship to my son, and sort of me seeing him the way I saw, try, trying to see him in the light that I saw my father in a weird way, like try, trying trying to figure out that balance and and uh, trying to understand what what my father went through as a father, and, and you know raising children, and. Um, and now, you know, what I'm, what I at this, at the time of the writing was going through with my son. So, I, you know, it's, there's so much fear and there's so much um, joy and there's so much, um, well, fear and joy. That's, that's about, a, that's, that's, those, those are two ends of it. You fill it, fill it all in between there. That, that's what raising kids is. And uh, so that, that's what the song's about, really. It's, 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 it's about the, and it's about those moments, you know, it's about those moments remembering, like at the end, at the end of the, um, song there's the, the refrain is you know and the rain comes down it's dark and the browns begin to bite browns are are, are are for those who don't know are trout and uh you know it's about fishing and for for canadians and uh you know fishing is a big deal it's a very it's a very father and son um uh activity and uh it, it's a relationship it's, it's a relationship building activity and i have a such a strong memory of sitting in a boat with my dad and you know, just, just uh, fishing with a with a rain pouring down. And say, okay, just hang on now. We're gonna get, and they're gonna start biting now. And they did. They started to bite. You know, and it, it's just a strong, strong, strong moment. So it, it's it's um that, that's what it's about. You know, sort of about those moments and and and, and that and the fear and the joy and, and all that. I can't bear to hear his breathing. Simply knowing what's to come. Can't bear to hear your breathing, knowing what's to come, what's to come, and the rain comes down. When we were doing the book, and I was talking a bit to you about how they can barely stand to hear his breathing line, it was kind of about my dad because obviously he died two or three years previously and, and had, um, lung cancer and stuff, and obviously it was about your son and then. You know that that kind of move. Just as we move down the generations, those verses kind of move down the generations, don't they? As as the song gets older. 
Well, yeah, it's true. Yeah, you're right. Like uh, that, that, th- those lines are about my son, like standing in the doorway or, or, or any kid, you know, any child, you stand in the doorway and you, you hear them asleep and you, you know, you hear their breathing and it's, it's usually up. Sometimes it's calm. Sometimes it's troubled, but, but it's, it's just the fact that they're there, they're, they're alive and, and you are, and you suddenly realize I'm responsible for this being, you know, this, 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 like if at the very least I'm responsible physically for this person, never mind the mental side of it, which is a whole other, you know, whole other nightmare. Um, but you're, you know, but those lines, you know, as, as you, I mean, you told me that, that, that though you, 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 you interpreted those as being about, you know, your dad and, 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 you know, a year, you know, just in the, in, in recent times, my, our dad died and, these lines came back to me because yeah, I'm, you know, sitting by his bedside for the, the, the you know, the, the, for the week that he died and him, you know, just listening to his breathing and listening to it change and listening to it slow down and, you know, slowly going through those, um, you know, that, 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 that breathing that is, that is forecasting his death, uh, you know, listening, that's what, that's all you have left is that this is the breath. Right. And um, so, yes, it, it became sort of this, like the album is about is about these generations you know you know you step down you know one generation goes and you step into that slot and the other generation steps up and it just continues this weird conveyor belt so it, it it's um it, it is an interesting song that way where it, it's it has changed meanings and i love that about songs you know a lot of songs are like not a lot of songs but some of my favorite ones do that you know they change meanings as as your life evolves and as your experience changes and um you know, they, they, they still ring true, but in a different way, they ring, not, not necessarily, they don't ring true in how you wrote them, but they ring true in, in, uh, in, in, in the experience you have now, you know, or, or, or where you are in your life. Here I will always be behind you and will never that's the cornerstone of, of the album as well as as the song because you know you, your father is always there in you even when he's gone and you know you will always be there in your kids when you've gone yeah and that line is uh if, if it's not a direct quote it's a it's a crib from uh this the reason this poem the reason this is called follower two is because it's from a poem by Seamus Heaney called follower and it's about that it's about that it's it's very similar in its um it's about his relationship to his dad and how he then, you know, it, it's a similar theme in, in, in the, the, the going from, from father to son to, to father and you, this, this stepping up generations. And uh, his poem is, his isn't about trout fishing, it's about plowing fields and, you know, running behind his father and then, uh, you know, breaking the land and then it's his, it's his turn to do that. And the here, here you all, here I will always be behind you is, is a very central part of, of that poem that's that's the sort of the, the part that i stole from it and um but yes it, it, it is you know it's essential that's what that's what relationships are and that's all you have you know you, you, you there that that person they never really disappear they never go away they're they're, they're always there right they're always they're, they're they're in a hopefully in a positive way and in many people in a negative way which is a sad thing um but it's they're they're what they've given you what, what the experiences you've had with them and maybe they'll hopefully some of the lessons they've taught you or just by example they're 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 who they who, you know how to be a a decent human decent person that that's always there and um 
and the memories are always, you know, memories are there and it's just, they, they, they never go away. You know, they're always right there behind you. Um, and it's, it's, that's really, really important. That's a, that's a very important part of, I think it's important to know, you know, when you do lose somebody, um, that especially a parent, um, you know, that's, that's the, that's, that's the thing to understand that they're, you know, they're physically gone, but they're not really gone. You know, they're, they're, they're as present as, as ever. It's one of those songs as well. It's like there's a magic dust over it because it, I mean, every element of it is perfect. I mean, the band is playing absolutely. It's Pete, Pete's fantastic on it. Margot sings it so well. And then there's the strings as well. And everything just falls into place on that recording, I think. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, Has Taken was that type of record for us. Everything kind of fell in nicely. It was, you know, I, I took a strange uh, angle at writing it and then, you know, we recorded it in a different way. We did. We went up to Margot's farm and sort of sat around for a couple of weeks and did a lot of basic recording. And um, and then, you know, we got different people involved in it. We got uh, Joby Baker involved in it. We got Henry Kacharczyk involved to do strings, all sort of, all kind of taking flyers with these people who we hadn't done a ton of work with. But um, we just wanted to open up the whole ball of wax, right, and just, just see what came in. And, um, yeah, and this is an example of that, what, what you know, the type of song that we never would have kind of written before, recorded, not necessarily written, but we would never would have recorded a song like this or in this manner or this structure or these types of arrangements if we hadn't sort of opened up opened up ourselves to, you know, to failing, I guess. Um, and, but it just came together. It all came together very nicely. And yeah, this is, I think a, a good example from the recording side of, 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 um, and the arrangement of, of, of that record. I, I remember coming over when you did record the, the strings. I remember coming to that session and when you're hearing the, them playing it, it's very difficult to, to think, well, where's that going to go? What are you going to do with that? Was that the same sort of process for you? Yeah, there's a lot of strings on that record and um, a lot of interesting kind of orchestration that we didn't know was going to happen until, you know, after we'd recorded our song, it was added on after. So it was kind of uh, interesting for us to hear the song change from what we, you know, what we laid down into this other thing. The arrangement on it was... Um, was you know more on the avant-garde side of uh, you know string strings that you'd put on a pop record. It wasn't very straightforward, so it was it was difficult to hear it at first. You'd have all these different rhythms and um, and chords and you know 
notes that sounded wrong at first and things like that. <laughs> little, little atonal. Um, so yeah, it, it was a little perplexing when it was going down, but, um, in the end it got mixed in nicely. The strings, it's very cinematic really, rather than, you know, sometimes you layer strings on something, it gets a bit soupy and syrupy. This is, yeah, this is like a, a movie soundtrack really in a way. Yeah, I mean, Henry's an interesting guy. He, he's a, a modern composer, so he has a very different way of approaching things, um, uh, a different ear for things, much more different than I have or Al has. So, you know, he, he brought ideas to us that were like totally outside the, the box for us and, um, and, and really worked, you know. And, and um, so, yes, I agree. Like there's, especially, you know, the opening of the, of the song is um, this, uh, I remember when we were mastering it and, uh, we have this this little string part that I wanted to tack on to the beginning, and you know I was sort of explaining to Peter Moore, who mastered it, what I wanted to do with this little section because I had we hadn't sort of mixed it in originally. And Peter, I remember him even saying, "Oh yeah, sort of like a sort of like your the, the camera's opening up on an old movie house." <laughs> I said, "Yeah, exactly right." So that's our little weird, uh, you know, string swell at the beginning is 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 supposed to be indicative of that sort of like uh you know opening up the the, the shot that the iris opens up and you have this little this little uh scene in front of you that's the final scene for this episode but we'll be back again next week with another song from the junkies canon in the meantime you can get all the details about ordering the band's upcoming new album such ferocious beauty at cowboyjunkies.com and you can watch the video for what i lost there too if you're so inclined the authorized biography music is the drug is also available from the band. The Junkies are back on the road with two dates coming up all across North America over the next few months. Keep checking the website for news of those shows. Please don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, like it, share it, add reviews and do all those social media things which help spread the word. We're really grateful for your support, particularly if you can tell fellow fans that we're here. If you're a Spotify user, you can follow our growing podcast playlist. All the details of that and everything else is in the show notes. We'll see you next week. Yeah.